Saint Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. This is Eric French, and today we have a bit of a Pop Columbus extra for you. What you're hearing right now is from the upcoming release, Krampus. It opens on December 4th, and my co-host Sean Edgar got to talk to Krampus's director. Columbus native Michael Dougherty has written for such massive blockbusters, including Superman Returns and the upcoming X-Men Age of Apocalypse. But his real passion lies in terrifying moviegoers through more intimate, low-budget horror films. Michael's both the writer and director of the cult Halloween tentpole trick-or-treat and the upcoming Yuletide horror comedy Krampus. He's also authored gorgeous comic book expansions for these films in Trick or Treat, Days of the Dead, and an upcoming Krampus graphic novel. Michael, thank you so very much for joining us. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So we have Krampus coming out, and it's about a dysfunctional family that betrays the spirit of a holiday, carrying the wrath of a Germanic Christmas demon. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, uh, it's really a throwback film to the kinds of movies I grew up with um, in the early to mid-80s. Gremlins probably being the best example of that. But um, I've always been fascinated with sort of the dark roots of all of of our holidays. Halloween being the easiest one, which gave birth to Trick or Treat. Um, But then it turns out that if you really dig into the backstory of Christmas, its roots are just as mysterious and strange, and all roads led to Krampus. Um, So I thought, why not take this sort of ancient myth, which had been growing in popularity over the years, and turn it into sort of a scary Christmas film, which, again, totally has its share of laughter and dark comedy. The theme I see between Trick or Treat and Krampus is a devotion to tradition. And in cases where those traditions aren't respected, horrific results await. Can you talk a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, you know, I've always felt that the... I've always loved the holidays. Uh, again, whether it's Halloween, Christmas, Easter, what have you, they're always meant to be something special. Um, and I feel like they have sort of lost their meaning over the years. I mean, Christmas is an easy one to point to because everyone has always um, complained about how Christmas has lost its way. But you know, even with Halloween, sometimes the traditions that we hold dear start to fade or change in ways that aren't always the best. So I really wanted to craft some films that serve as almost morality tales that can show what kind of perils await if you do ignore the holidays or disrespect them. Mm-hmm. Of course, in these films, it turns it unleashes monsters and demons and all sorts of fun creatures. <laughs> we talked about how Trick or Treat has a lot of Central Ohio in it, whether it be the Circleville Pumpkin Festival or Athens' Halloween Festival as well. But is any of that Columbus mm-hmm. culture to be found in Krampus? Uh, it does take place in Ohio. <laughs> that seems to be a recurring theme. Uh, and there are some loose threads that tie the two movies together. Um, both films take place in fictional Ohio towns. Uh, it was Warren Valley in Trick or Treat and uh, Ramona Falls in Krampus. Um, but they might be neighboring townships of sorts. Very cool. 
So one of the things we're discussing in this podcast is we've been talking about how you can make a film for relatively little cash, and if it's embraced by a national audience, it can be embraced on a much higher level. So I know you made Trick or Treat for around, what was it, $12 million? Mm-hmm. So why do you think horror benefits from the situation where other film genres don't? That's a really good question, um, and I'm not entirely sure myself. I think there's a simplicity and an elegance to, to horror films. I mean, it goes back to telling creepy stories by a campfire. So you don't need... It doesn't take a lot to scare people. I think it takes a, a lot of effort and, and careful planning to scare them properly. So you're not really over-relying on gore and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I feel like horror and smaller budgets, they go well together. It doesn't really make sense to do a $100 million horror movie. You almost don't need that many visual effects or explosions or characters and set pieces. That's best you know, left for the the uh, superhero movies and science fiction epics. Absolutely. So even thinking about Trick or Treat, it had these amazing A-list actors like Brian Cox and Paquin, and it had a relatively small DVD release, and yet it's become this sort of annual tradition. So what do you think makes a Halloween or a horror movie evolve and to become such a beloved cult status? Uh, word of mouth is key. I think the fun thing with horror films in general, but especially the ones that have a, a, a cult shelf life, is the sharing of that movie. Watching it in groups, um, handing somebody a DVD and saying, you have to watch this, or in today's era, it's sending somebody a link uh, to YouTube or iTunes or something. There's a sort of morbid joy in sharing a scary story with somebody else, which you don't always get um, with other genres. But there, there is just something fun with someone whispering to you, like, hey, you got to come watch this, and then taking them around the corner and, and peering at something in the dark. Absolutely. Well, Michael, I'd like to thank you for being on air with us. And Krampus, when is this coming out now? December 4th. December 4th, Krampus. And it stars Tony Collette and Adam Scott. And it looks absolutely amazing. It takes place in Ohio. Thank you so very much, Michael. Thank you very much. <laughs>